someone you love has recently passed away. Maybe it was a parent, a friend, a spouse, and man, what you would do to speak to them one last time. Now, you can go to a professional and have a seance, but why bother with all that when you could run down to Target and for $20 pick up a Ouija board? So you go home, get a friend, follow the instructions, you both start moving the little plank over the board while asking it questions. The plank starts to move, and you both swear that the other one isn't moving it. You ask a few more questions and, oh, well, you've, you've summoned a demon. Well, that always seems to be the narrative attached to these things, anyway. Welcome to another edition of It's Alive Podcast's Shock Shock Session. Three horror-related topics individually produced and presented by myself or my equally entertaining co-host, Eric. The Ouija board. It's such a strange product. It's a board whose sole purpose is to communicate with the dead and possibly even evil spirits. Yet it's sold in the same game aisle and is produced by the same company that makes Candyland. But this board wasn't always sold by a game company, and it wasn't always associated with demons and the devil. Weezy, it's just a game, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, isn't it? Parker Brothers kind of fun. Let's travel back to the early 1800s and locate a man named Charles Cannard. Charles saw similar boards going around, and he thought the potential was so high, he decided to start his own company to produce only them. He called it the Kennard Novelty Company. So wait, why did he exactly see potential for an object like this? Well, back then, it was a very common practice to talk to the dead. If you consider the shorter life expectancy, and the fact that so many people were dying at young ages, it's understandable to see why the interest in people wanting to connect and speak to the afterlife was such a popular fad. And that's exactly what the board was for, communicating with those who have passed. So let's put ourselves in the position of someone who wants to talk to the dead, and let's accept the rule that they can only communicate by moving things. What's the most efficient way of doing this? Think about it for a moment. A keyboard, right? Or perhaps back in those days a typewriter. But if I had to think of something a little more cost-effective, how about a board with the alphabet printed on it? And a marker for placing it over the letters. Maybe add some numbers, the words yes and no, and boom! You get yourself a direct communicator for speaking with spooks. But Charles Kanard and his crew thought this would be pretty easy for just about anyone to make for themselves. So why would anyone be motivated to buy the ones he's selling? 
well, more strangeness ensues. Kaynard and the company actually got a patent on the Ouija board that promised that it worked. The story goes that when they went down to the patent office, the officer said he would grant it only if they can demonstrate that it worked. And it supposedly worked when it spelled the officer's name when it was unknown by all the other parties involved. So now, they legally had a board that promised that you could speak to the dead, and it was legitimate. And with that, sales took off, and I could only imagine the profit margin over the years. See, when you buy a Ouija board, you get a box, a board, and a plastic piece. And that's about it. When you visit the Hasbro website, they sell it for $20. And judging by what you actually get, I bet that most of that $20 is pure net income. Because when you compare it to Candyland, which consists of some more game pieces, that game only costs $8. You know what else is strange? The name. It's pronounced Ouija. For ages, I always said Ouija. So I can only assume it's some mystical foreign language. How exotic. But it's not. There are two stories as to where this name came from. One is, it's a combination of words from different languages. The French word for yes is oui. The German word for yes is ja. And even with this explanation, together the words are pronounced differently. And why would a board that supposedly communicates with the dead even be called yes yes? Maybe it's answering the question of if you wasted your money buying this thing all along. The other story is that the Ouija board named itself. They simply asked the board what it should be called, and lo and behold, it came up with this. Strange, right? The name of this board is odd, and finding an origin for it is even odder. It just raises more questions. Now, the Ouija board was always marketed as a low-risk experience. It was a way for you to talk to the dead without the interference of demons or evil spirits. But in 1973, a film came out that changed the way people viewed the Ouija board. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. The one hope. The only hope. The Exorcist. Rated R. The movie you've been waiting for, without the wait. Ah, The Exorcist. A movie that has created a fad of cold sweats and bedwetting regardless of age for generations, as well as destroying the wholesome image of affordable afterlife communication. If you're listening to this show, I don't need to tell you about The Exorcist. But there's a scene early in the film where a little Reagan plays with a Ouija board and it acts odd. And later down the line, Reagan acts odd. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you faithless slime. And just like that, the public view of the Ouija board went from interesting and mysterious to straight-up satanic and terrifying. I mean, it's even worked on me. Personally speaking, I don't want to be possessed by the devil. So while I'm intrigued by this bit of cardboard and plastic, I do stay away from it. And so do most of the people I know. Because even though this game board... It probably does nothing other than subtracting $20 from your wallet. What if it f***ing does? Now, some people believe that playing with the Ouija board, it's the spirits of the dead moving the plank to certain letters and words. While the more skeptical, or logical I guess, believe there's a more scientific explanation for what's happening. 
Just do some of your own research on the ideomotor phenomenon, which is basically moving things subconsciously. Plus, it's no coincidence that the first rule of the Ouija board is to never use it alone. Why? Well, it would be too darn spooky to do it alone, of course. Or, you know, maybe it's because someone consciously moves it around and tries to scare the group. But if you scare them, that's people walking away from the game swearing that it's real. Or, you know, it could be the spirits moving it too. One last thing that speaks to the popularity and strangeness of the Ouija board. I mentioned how it was featured in The Exorcist. It was also featured in the film Paranormal Activity, where it caught on fire. Being featured in these high-profile horror movies is good publicity. It's adding to the mysterious lore. And in 2014, there was an entire movie based on it simply called Ouija, and a prequel in 2016 called Ouija Origin of Evil. The Ouija board has been a staple of Halloween for decades and the legend continuing to be written through popular culture has given it staying power and fear from each new generation. To think with all the incredible technology we have with virtual reality, graphical milestones and immersions in video games, and largely theatrical and intense haunted attractions, so many people of every age know to stay away from the box stocked between Pie Face and Monopoly. That 1% of uncertainty has proven to be more than enough for many to disregard all things Ouija. I certainly admire the Ouija board, from a distance, but also from a business perspective. The demand for something like this was there, and someone made it happen. From there it became a huge hit. It found its way to the Parker Brothers, then the people at Hasbro. So not only do they now produce all your favorite Disney, Star Wars, and Transformers toys, but you also have your favorite multi-dimensional, possibly demonic communication device. Despite developing a negative reputation, having a confusing name, and being well over 100 years old, it's still successful and still sold in the toy aisle. You're moving it. No, I'm not. You're moving it. You're moving it. Would you just quiet? I'm trying to concentrate here, and I'm not moving it. If you're one of those people that ventured down the aisle and picked one up or found an old board in your creepy basement, let me know how it went. Did you connect with your great-grandmother Agnes, who always put her sewing supplies in that cookie tin instead of cookies? Or did you open up a black hole of despair and have evil creatures dwell within your home, possess your cat, and ruin your life? Or maybe, just maybe, you drank with some friends, started a session, and, and while nothing happened in the spirit realm, you were able to still bag that cute girl that sat across from you dressed as the slutty bumblebee? Ah, Patricia. I've yet to find honey as sweet as yours, but the pain of your sting was simply not worth it. Ah, well, uh, please let me know by commenting on this episode at itsalivepodcast.com, reaching out through our Facebook page, or tweeting us at itsalivepod. And if you're recently deceased, perhaps try to find the nearest Ouija board. I look forward hearing your thoughts. I'd like to thank SmithsonianMagazine.com and TimeMagazine.com for helping me in my research. As always, my co-host Eric and I will be broadcasting, broadcasting from beyond, beyond the, grave, the grave in the realm of horror pop culture on the It's Alive podcast, in which you could listen to us at itsalivepodcast.com and on iTunes. And with that, our session has come to an end. Stay tuned for more shock sessions, striking the dark days between regular episodes of the It's Alive podcast. I've been your host, Chris, 
And if you happen to accidentally open up any haunted gateways using an overpriced piece of cardboard found at your local Target, color me shocked and consider yourself lucky. Just remember to stay out of the light because they haven't made a working proton pack yet. And if they ask you if you're a god, you say yes. If this show was a Ouija board you were using and I was the spirit communicating with you, I would now move the little plastic placard over goodbye. goodbye. <laughs>